0: Hi, I feel like a day now. It's me, Alan Smith, with Wee Puckley Stories. of today's paper on Wednesday, May the 10th. Uh, so, front page of Paper today it's not even a story, it's just a big headline. It's uh, Granite City Gridlock Hell Strikes Again. And um, uh, just a picture of tailbacks gone for miles and miles and it's a uh, bullet point it just says commuters head out over shambles of roadworks and um, latest phase of repairs may also overrun and then the story is on page 9 so when you get to page 9 it says drivers face more delays due to work so in the northeast motorists faced yet more shambolic gridlock misery yesterday following a change of diversions due to ongoing roadworks in Aberdeen uh, commuters heading back to work for the Coronation Bank Holiday weekend were hit with morning and evening rush hour delays as the King George the Sixth Bridge upgrade into its second phase. Uh, vehicles were queued back travelling into the city yesterday morning uh, on the approach to the bridge along Great Southern Road and the A92 Stonehaven to Berlin Road. Um, well, just there was queues. Um, Why? And the. Uh, Drivers took to social media to say the 17-mile trip faced on to Stonehaven, Aberdeen, took them almost 90 minutes during rush hour. Well, see, you can hear, walk out quick on that. Um, so anyway, the Aberdeen City Council spokeswife, apologised hey, apologise for the inconvenience. Oh, well, that's okay then. And then um, she says, motorists are being advised to use uh, Queen Elizabeth Bridge, Victoria Bridge uh, or the Bypass instead if they are facing gridlock. Well... Yes, maybe I'll just have to tie too late in that, but um yeah, it looks fucking horrendous on being um you know, I'm glad I'm just uh, five five minutes from my house, so you know, pretty much um I'm alright, Jack. Now here is a uh, Oben is on the fast track to becoming the new centre of lesbian culture. So if uh, when you come back to Oban, Mars Gordon was happy to be him. But just one thing was missing. She was negative, what she was looking for for the gay scene. Then, after organising the tune's first Open Lesbian Weekend in August last year, she says the Toon is turning into in Brighton. Cool, well, Michty. Uh, Mars is the editor of Out News Global and LGBTQ online magazine. She moved back to Oban just before COVID 19 and now enjoys working for him. It seems the first Oban lesbian we can put Oban on the map. Uh, she said, Brighton's always been kidnapped as a gay capital of the UK. Um, Oban is becoming like a mini-Brighton. Um, she has um, an even better example. She says, Hebden Bridge is a smart dude like Oban in the north of England. It is well known as the lesbian capital of the UK. Uh, Oban is heading in the same direction. Uh, just going to show you don't have to go to big cities to find a gay community. Um, open Lesbian Weekend is a cross between a package holiday, with uh, a mini festival, with cocktails, kayaks, cruises, castles, paddleboarding, hot tubs, DJs, and dancing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it sounds um, like a rare old time. Anyway, the this year's event takes place between July twenty eighth and thirty first. After a hundred and thirty weekenders felt the. Marky Dance pub last year, they're having to move to a bigger venue in the Argyllshire Gathering Halls. Mark's added local people are really supportive. A lot of B&Bs are getting return bookends for folk who have attended Open Lesbian Weekend. Well, there you go. Um, you know, tremendous and you know, good on her for uh, organizing. Now, that seems, sounds like a, a tip-top weekend, and um, certainly... If, you know, opened is a bon enough place for sure heaps of folk with went to visit, and if, you know, even mayor are visiting and deciding to come back because they've been to this weekend, well, good on her, that's some um, excellent news, so, good stuff. Now here's the alpacas, at with residents, so this is the last thing residents at the Danestone care home expected to find was a pair of alpacas roaming around, but the last week Fairview who's opened its doors to Bambi and Shamwari, their new furry friends from Clareville Alpacas. General Manager Lara Masuki said, Our residents have really enjoyed their unusual visitors today. We know that having the farm here would be a bit of fun for all the residents, especially as some find it difficult to gain in money Where I was looking for uh, new activities, and today we have seen the enjoyment of the therapeutic influence animals can have on people. One resident, Belph, I was particularly excited to meet um, uh, Bambi and Shamwari, he said As a kid I used to love other animals on the nearby farm Today was very enjoyable and it was wonderful that the animals were free to roam among us So, well there is some photos and obviously the all folk are just absolutely Delighted to see the beasties in are so, so bonnie just like again, okay, little hairy camels kind of, you have used the same with him They're so good and they're right up in the folk gave them a, a clap and a helicopter, absolutely delighted so um what a uh, boost that must be for all folk in home to get something like that and, uh, Great, great stuff by the home. Now just a uh, tuck note my kids that's a kind of place. Uh, I'd like to be putting out until noon day. Um, some of the other places you read about in the P and J for uh, the kind of stuff have been kicked out of the Gestapo for cruelty, so yes, Dan sounds a uh, tickety boo. Now here's a folk festival desperate for fresh blood. So, any uh, you know, of the most popular summer festivals in Aberdeenshire could soon cease to exist if fresh blood does step in to help run it. Uh, organizers at Stonehaven Folk Festival have made a desperate plea for new volunteers to join their committee and continue the event's successful strike for years to come. Uh, dubbed the Friendly Festival, it has grown to be a firm favourite for folk of all ages with a fun-packed programme of activities. Um, as well as bringing international artists such as Fluke, Rura and Shugul Nefte uh, to the main stage, it has also provided a platform for local and up-and-coming talent to shine. However, the Committee of Trustees, some of whom have been running the event for 30 odd years, have now shared fears about its future. Uh, with several trustees having already resigned and may are expected to retire, the group will soon drop from 12 to 6, uh, making it unviable to run such a large event. Uh, so this year and next year's festival will be okay, run as normal, uh, but the committee fears it could be the end of the road if they didn't get mere bodies. Committee chairman Martin Kasparovic, uh, apologies, was <laughs> not your right name, Martin, but um, the, he said the festival is a very successful selling out uh, maced events and bringing in huge numbers of visitors to Stoney. However, most of the group's members are in their 70s. Some of them have been running the event for 30, 40 years, but it comes a time when you just need to retire. <laughs> we drive to alarm folk, but we need to be realistic. If we're not get new folk to come in and learn all about it, and to cover for us next year might be our last. Um, all local businesses expressed delight at the festival returning after COVID. But the wise it's looking, it uh, could be, you'll have to get used to any, having a Stonehaven folk festival of art. The committee is now hoping for young folk with good managerial skills and enthusiasm to get involved and take over the reins. Uh, they are in need of people with social media and IT skills, as well as good knowledge in finances and planning. Uh, anybody with interest in folk music, if I would like to join the committee, should contact them at info at stonehavenfolkfestival.co.uk for further info. So, um, well, that would be a shame if it does uh, stop after all this time, but... You know, unfortunately, Stonehaven is kind of full of retired folk, so maybe it'll be slightly younger retired folk will have to go and then with this, all the retire and get a, you know, some, some bit of a rest instead of having to organise all that stuff, but as uh, it's something going on in Stonehaven, I'm not joking, it's like an you know, organised place for festivals and things, it's going on to attract folk and they're very, very clever, so it'll need to be, Pretty good folk to step into these folks' shoes, I think. Now, here is a arts chief. who swaps Australia for top role in Granite City. So, an arts leader is returning to her Scottish roots to tuck the helm at Everdeen Performing Arts next month. Sharon Burgess, a producer and promoter, is swapping Australia for the Granite City and will take up her new post in June 1st. Mrs Burgess was most recently chief executive of... Uh, Arthridge a not-for-profit cultural organisation based in Perth, Australia. Well, I've never obviously been to Australia but that Perth looking by the photos looks a rare place actually. It just looks um, fantastic. So, well, <laughs> um, so makes a thick place when Buck just knew uh, my fee. anyway, During her time in the role she was instrumental in successfully navigating the organisation through the challenges of the COVID pandemic. Uh, For Sigarawatha Celia, she was the managing director of Assembly, one of the largest multi venue producers at Edinburgh Festival Fringe. And She had previously held positions as a board member of the Edinburgh Festival Fringe Society, general and business development manager at the Gilded Balloon in Edinburgh, and national operations director at Forsyth Business Centres. Uh, Aberdeen Performing Arts venues include His Majesty's Theatre, The Lemon Tree and the Music Hall uh, with Mrs. Uh, Burgess replacing Ju- uh, Jane Spears who was the chief executive for over a decade. So, well, um, you know, to be fair to this, my retired and her been quite a lot of good things on in Aberdeen and um, in other play- places. So um, she'll have a tough act to follow. But, um, you know, I'm sure once she's warmed up a bit and, um, I get acclimatised to uh, Aberdeen, so uh, you know the rear old job. But uh, good luck there them anyway. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a different kettle of fish. You're looking out to the North Sea is the really water off a pier. Now, I'll just finish up with sport as normal, and the uh, back page of the paper today is um, Robson planning ahead as Edge's move lined up. So Aberdeen yeah, manager Barry Robson aims to complete. Meso transfer business, airline is somewhere windy. Um, so the Dons are sitting third. They're on course for return to Europe next season. And Robson wins new signings in place as soon as possible. Um, he says they're, they're very active in the search for signings, um, So they're looking at this. Go ahead, Eagles, centre-back. Jay in, is on only transfer uh, window wish list. The 22-year-old defender is out of contract with the Dutch top flight club at the end of the season. Um, everybody tried to send him before, but I could, a pre contract move stalled when uh, Jim Goodwin was sacked. So, we'll move the rocks and we'll get his mad, But um, I think it's the wise thing get the folk in as early as you can and uh, so they can um, settle in and get a hail pre season before the next slot kicks off. Especially if it's going to be European fed, but they'll need to you know, help me in jail then and play together. So, fingers crossed it happens. And uh, come on, everybody. Now, that's me Done for the announcement. We put the stories out today's prison journal on the Wednesday, tenth of may, twenty twenty-three. And a um, couple of things to add in to the uh, end but here it was obviously it was a tremendous day up anybody. Well up can touring them out. It was um, very fine and sunny, fine breeze and um, you know, and a lot of time out in the garden then um he had breaks for um, snookery jocks, making uh, oatcakes oat cakes and stuff up in the summer house for him and fly cup here and a a drink or two in the afternoon, and it was um, very fine indeed. And um, we even got the grass cut this afternoon, so that's how fine it was. Um, And then, you know, (laughs) I noticed this later on, but in the business bit of the the P&J today, there was a a bit about the Sunday market. It was at the Queen's Cross on Sunday, and, you know, lo and behold, here's a picture of yours truly. And a good lady wife And um, just saying about how the style were so pleased with And, you know, comments out to me Just saying how good it was And how the folk were all tapped up. Which really were And they were genuinely pleased to have this um, market on their doorstep So, um, yeah, it was uh, a good old day Now this uh, advertising, you know we I not getting around that's for sure So, uh, well done to them And also this, um uh, was, would have been a late mother's um, uh, birthday, Muriel uh, Alan Smith, that's where I got my name for it, <laughs> her middle name was called Alan, but then um, uh, that's where I got my name for Aidan Lillian, and um, uh, you know, she was uh, uh, died If she was just uh, 64, back in 1989, and then um, that would have been her 99th birthday she was trying to go, but, um, you know, tremendous, uh, tremendous um, <laughs> Uh, mother, and definitely the truest thing. You know, I heard that's morning telling a, a kid it was more to his mother. up somewhere other I think it might have been things in market one time years and years ago. And um as money was just a stranger and he um, he just said to in the past. He says, um, he says, I'll just tell you something. He says, I always be um, nice to your mother. He says, because uh, that's the best friend you'll ever have. <laughs> Probably true. So, anyway, happy birthday, uh, Mum, and, um, you know, here's, um, uh, hoping you enjoyed this podcast now, if you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it, that'll be just tipped up, and if, uh, you know, if you can anybody for used to buy in Berlin, in Berlin's here, in, um, maybe warmer places, or maybe colour places, fuck, I um, let them care the about out Doric Express, because we can't manage mere folk, um, and I'll log in on again I mean, money's out of test, tap top In the meantime, thanks very much Cheers now, toodaloo oh, cool.